Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Wednesday, everyone. We have been studying how to sustain our spiritual momentum. Many times we get started on something with a great burst of enthusiasm and we get off to a great start. But it doesn't seem too long before that enthusiasm begins to die down. How do we sustain our spiritual momentum? How do we endure to the end in order to finish this race and win the prize? Well, we have been looking at Hebrews 12 and verses 1 and 2, which gives us many insights. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily hinders our progress, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, on whom our faith depends from start to finish. He was willing to die a shameful death on the cross because of the joy he knew would be his afterward. Now he is seated in the place of highest honor, besides God's throne in heaven. This portion of scripture is referring to our Christian life as a race, and it tells us that we can gain strength from those who have gone on before. There are people that have run this race ahead of us, and they are a cloud of witnesses around us. And then the second thing that we saw was that we need to put off all the things that trip us up. And there were two categories. The first was besetting sin. We need to put it off. And the second thing was to put off the weights. Now, weights are not bad things. They're not evil things. They're not compromising things. They're things that are okay, but they're just not the best. And if we engage ourselves in them, it takes our time and our effort away from the main focus that our life should be upon, and that is finishing the race God has given us to run. Now today I want to go on and look at the third thing that this scripture tells us, and that is that we should run this race with endurance. We must choose to persevere until we cross the finish line. Now all you have to do is read any kind of book on success and it will tell you that greatness is the ability to persevere and overcome obstacles. Greatness is not determined by just innate ability or meeting the right person at the right time, but it is something beyond all this. Calvin Coolidge wrote, Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. If we are going to achieve that which God wants and that which we want, then persistence and perseverance need to be part of it. I think we've all heard the expression, success is 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. I mean, you just have to set your mind to overcome the obstacles. 
but there's always someone that's going to come along and undermine your faith and your confidence. I mean, this is the devil's line to us. His line is, you can't do that. What do you, what do you think you're doing? You're no good. You shouldn't be doing this. You're not qualified. Look what you've done. Look what you've thought. I mean, you're disqualified. You can't do this. And he'll begin to point out your weaknesses through well-meaning people. As one man said, the enemies of your future are always the very nicest people. I mean, Peter rebuked the Lord when he said he was going to lay down his life. He said, far be it from you, Lord. Peter was well-meaning. He didn't want the Lord to die. But he didn't realize that was the very purpose that Jesus came for. I mean, there are going to be people around you, well-meaning people, nice people, who are going to hinder you if you're not careful. We need to know inside of us what we're all about. We need to have a confidence what God has placed within us and walk in it. I was reading about a number of famous people and how they had been discouraged when they were first beginning their career. A memo came from MGM shortly after Fred Astaire took his first screen test. And this is what the memo said. Can't act, slightly bald, can dance a little. Someone said of Vince Lombardi, he possesses minimal football knowledge. The parents of Enrico Caruso believed his teacher who said, he has no voice at all, he just cannot sing. Walt Disney was once fired by a newspaper for lack of ideas. Thomas Edison's teachers gave up on him, and here was their evaluation. He is too stupid to accomplish anything. Henry Ford, before he succeeded, failed and went broke five times. Beethoven handled the violin awkwardly, and his teacher called him hopeless as a composer. Albert Einstein performed so badly in high school courses, except in mathematics, that his teachers encouraged his parents to pull him out of school. I tell you, if you listen to people around you, they're going to discourage you. Their negative comments will put you off the race. Don't allow this to happen. We talked earlier about a crowd of witnesses that was cheering us on. But sometimes you're in the opponent's arena and the crowd around you is jeering you and booing you. Don't let that affect you. Keep your heart and mind focused on what God has called you to do and persevere through to the end. Someone said to persevere, you need a long line of obedience in the same direction. I mean, it's just not a one-day decision. This is day after day after day if you're going to be persistent, if you're going to follow through. And I believe that's part of the key. Just living your life day by day. Walter Elliott said, Perseverance is not a long race. It is many short races, one after another. Success in the Lord is keeping your eyes on the goal. It's just moving forward day by day in the same direction, handling one day at a time, just dealing with the situation I have right now and moving forward. I said at the beginning that we needed to choose to persevere. This is not just something that either happens or doesn't happen. We can choose to persevere. You need to make a decision. And the key is to make the decision in advance. You see, if you haven't made the decision in advance, 
When you hit the difficult times and all the pressures are around you, and if you decide at that moment, in light of the difficulties, in light of the pressures, you're going to make the wrong decision. You're going to decide to quit. But if you've made the decision in advance, then when you hit the difficult times, then there's no question. You're going to endure. You're going to come through this because you've already made the decision before you hit the hard times that when the hard times come, you're going to go through it. I remember when I was running cross country, we had a good coach, Glenn Sonmore. Actually, he went on to coach the Minnesota North Stars and led them to the Stanley Cup Finals. And that's my one claim to fame, that he was my coach in high school. I remember different times when we were going to run a cross-country race. The day before, he would take the whole team and walk us through the course. Now, this is about a two-and-a-half-mile course. It was through gullies and over streams and up hills and so forth. And he'd walk us through the course. And on this particular course we were going to run, there was a long hill that we had to climb. And when we got to that point, he said, okay, you need to anticipate this hill. He said, you need to look forward to this hill because he said, when you get here, this is where you need to pass. This is where you need to make your move to win. He said, the other runners are going to get to this point and everybody's tired and they see this long hill and they're going to be down. But he said, when you reach this hill, you know you're going to pass them all. You're going to demoralize them. On this hill, you're going to gain the lead. I never forgot that. When we were running through the race, when I got to that hill, I turned it on and I passed a number of runners going up that hill. Why? Because I had already been prepared. I had already decided in my mind when I got to that difficult place, that's when I was going to release my energy to win. You see, this is so important in our natural lives. I mean, we just don't have a level course. Everything is not easy. Sometimes there's mountaintops, sometimes there's valleys, sometimes you're going over streams, you're having to go around boulders, and other times there's hills to climb, there's difficult times, things that take our strength and our breath away. But we need to know at that time, it's the opportunity to win. That's the place where we're going to overcome. Adrian Rogers just passed away. He was the pastor of a great church in Memphis, and he's famous for this statement. Never doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. In the light, we sense his presence. In the light, he inspires us. In the light, we see the finish line. But when we're actually running the course, there's difficult times, and there's foggy times, and there's dark times, and you may not see the finish line. But don't doubt in the darkness what God has shown you in the light. Persevere. Press through those times. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 15, Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because I know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. He tells us here, stand firm. Don't let anything move you. Don't give up. Persevere. Now, Paul knew what he was talking about because he went through some difficult times. He writes to the church at Corinth and he tells them, I've been in prison. I've been flogged. I've been exposed to death time and again. Five times I was beaten with 39 lashes. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I've been shipwrecked. I've had to constantly stay on the move because of being in danger in every city I went to. I've been deprived of sleep. I've gone without food. I've been cold and naked. 
I mean, this is the great Apostle Paul fulfilling the call that God had upon his life. I mean, this was not just an easy race that he said he was running. There are difficult times in this race, but we need to choose to persevere. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep moving on. Paul had the right attitude through all of this. He said, I glory in my tribulations. When Paul thought of his tribulations, it didn't depress him. It encouraged him. So, let me ask you this in closing today. What is it that you need to persevere in? What has God showed you? What has he called you to? What are you doing that you are tempted to give up on, to quit? Right now, I encourage you to make the determination I will not quit. I'm going to keep doing what God wants me to do. You think about that, and we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.